Are you ready for the end of the world? You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed. I've been saying this promo for 13 years, and I can't say it anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you would think by now I'd have it memorized. So I went through a period it was memorized, and now I can't say it anymore. Yeah. So. Well, you almost had it there. You interrupted <laughs> yourself. I know. You're listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. I like when I pause myself because then I really think about it <laughs> yeah. instead of just memorizing Think it. about the connections. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good promo. <laughs> I mean, consider we've been doing it since 1999. You'd think it'd be good. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. You are listening to your community spirit. This is Orda Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And we are your community spirit on your community radio station. How about that? Hmm. Let's talk about stuff. We talk about stuff. Yeah, we often talk about stuff. About once a week. If you want to hear us talk about stuff more than once... We actually archive this show at yourcommunityspirit.org, so you can listen to us again. I don't know why. But <laughs> yeah, so. you could go down the rabbit hole and listen to, I don't know, five or six years of us rambling. <laughs> <It's> like, oh, <laughs> that'd I, be a head trip. <laughs> maybe it, we should... No, I don't think I want to listen to myself talk. I think I've done it once. And, yeah, it yeah. is. people's voices sound weird to themselves because they so. hear it differently. Um, stay connected with us via email, info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Please email us happening thoughts, ideas, and, you know, money every once in a while. So, Occupy Everywhere. A group called the Protest and Assembly Rights Project is giving police officers something to answer to. The group has put together documentation of over 100 instances of excessive force and other misconduct by police compiled since September of last year. Police are not responding to the group's allegations except to say that their actions are lawful, while occupiers give them no cooperation or notice of their events. The first link gives a general overview of what the group has been doing, and then there's um, also a link to 14 specific instances of police conduct. Um, again, if you would like to get our newsletter, which has all the links to all the stuff we talk about, Info at yourcommunityspirit.org. We will send you the newsletter. Yes. All right, let's see some other uh, news. We have uh, this one. Have you heard about the clown annoying police in Seattle? Uh, my, MyNorthwest.com is linking it to the Colorado shootings, saying that the clown protester went too far in the wake of the tragedy. Uh, the problem is it happened on the same day, uh, and it could be that the protester did not actually know about the shootings at the time. Uh, yeah, and it's it's a it's a link that's suspect at best, and it's also possible like you know the with the shootings and with the clown like the guy did say he was the Joker, but someone may not have known that aspect of the story. You know, people go out there and be a clown as a protest; they may not realize you know any connection. I also do realize that news is twenty four hours a day now, so they have nothing to do but <laughs> you know gossip. Yeah, essentially. Gossip and follow rumors. Yeah, well, because a story like that breaks, you know, the Colorado shooting breaks, and they like any sort of side story they can do that's gossip about that will get them ratings. So they'll just talk about some clown 
a literal clown, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about some clown, like, out there playing and being a joker and being stupid, I mean. Yeah. In serious news, things are not getting better in Anaheim. Not long after the shooting that caused protests from the community, another man was shot and killed by police. Yesterday, five people were arrested after a protest went wild, with businesses having windows broken and rocks and water bottles being thrown. One person was taken to the hospital. Over 600 people came out to protest the shootings. There have been five officer-involved shooting deaths in Anaheim this year alone. In unconfirmed news, Anonymous has come out to say that the shooting victims' families have been harassed by police. I haven't heard. I mean, this is... I haven't heard about this in mainstream news. Yeah. Five officer-related shootings. Yeah, it hasn't really been covered in mainstream news. And most will cover the one that had, like, the, the protests happening, you know, but they don't cover the full story. Uh, yeah, and that's, you know, even if you want to make arguments that, you know, about the individual shootings, just that much violence going on is a really bad sign. It's very unfortunate that it's becoming, you know, us versus them in the police interactions because i mean the police are supposed to be around to protect people and yeah, it's becoming that's the theory. <laughs> right i mean it's becoming an us versus them mentality where people are are actually instead of being scared of the police are starting to get pissed off at the police yeah and that's um unfortunate very unfortunate because that is causing yeah, I'm, I'm I'm saying it like it's the people's fault. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's, like, yeah, it's this. Yeah, it's people. People are understandably frustrated and concerned. You know, five five officer-related shootings. Even if it turns out to be that there were reasons for these shootings, just still having these all happening in your community, you ha you have to be concerned, be wondering, ask questions. You know, call be for scared, be yeah. scared. You know, like people around you are getting shot. At, you know, and the people who are doing it have badges. Yeah, you have to, to ask questions. Yeah, they're supposed to be protecting. Even if there ends up being reasons for each individual case, at the time for you to ask questions, to question authority, to see why they're going around shooting people. You know, they're not going around <laughs> shooting people. Well, I guess five people. Five being is shot. a lot. You know, in, I in, guess that is a trend. In, yeah, in just Anaheim, five people. You know, that's. That is a trend, so you got to keep an eye on those things. Okay. Even if there ends up being reasons for it, you know. So let's see, in other news, an artist in L.A. has been arrested for misdemeanor vandalism. Alex Schaefer became famous for paintings of banks on fire and was thoroughly interrogated by police for his alleged desire to burn banks. Wait a second. It's art. <laughs> Does that mean he desires to burn them down? <laughs> That's what the, they're apparently making that implication. He does pictures of, you know, banks on fire. So they're saying, well, you must be planning on burning them all down. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's why it's called art, you know. I, I, I heard that art makes it so that you don't have that desire anymore. Yeah, it's catharsis. So. You know, you get it out of your system. You just paint, you know, a picture of it instead. Uh, but so he, he was arrested for... For chalking the words crook, chaos, and crime in front of a Chase bank. So he wasn't arrested for painting pictures of, like, burning banks. Yeah, he was arrested for chalking. <laughs> it's like, this is, I mean, this is kind of like becoming a trend in a battle between people and the police on, you know. Yeah. Well, on some of this. Chalking. Yeah, chalking. Some of this clamping down behavior just really encourages a backlash because, you know, someone writing in chalk on a sidewalk, you know, that's. They're, they're making a political statement there. It's, you know, arresting them for that is going to obviously get people upset. Yes, sometimes it's very artistic art. Yeah. Too. 
I mean, especially this, the words crook, chaos, and crime. You know, he's trying to point something out about the policies of Chase Bank. You know, that's his perspective on what Chase Bank is doing. So, I mean, isn't that freedom of speech? <laughs> well, I thought so. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess if it's on someone else's property, yeah, it's there's, vandalism. Yeah, depending on the ordinances in the area, it might be like, you know, a, a crime to do it. But it's, it's selective enforcement is one issue. You know, people chalk for a party that's happening and the police don't arrest them. But people chalk a political statement and suddenly it's a big deal. And since when does sidewalks not public domain? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the sidewalk probably was public domain. It should be public domain. Sidewalks have become private property, <laughs> I mean, yeah. more and more so. That If you're anything like me, the next article may make you both sad and angry at the same time. This is from the Christian Post. It is the discussion about how mass shootings have become a part of our American culture, so much so that we don't even notice them unless they're fairly large. They list shootings from around 1990 to now, and there is actually quite a large amount. But then they find something to blame, and I don't agree with that. I mean, part of it is they're just saying that people, what we've been talking about, people protesting against the police make the police shoot people. (laughs) Yeah, it gets to be a vicious cycle. (laughs) Yeah, so... I got nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is unfortunate that we have... Uh, well, I was actually... Uh, I got criticized for sharing this link by someone. It was a link to an Onion article where they were describing, like, the news cycle that's, uh, that the media goes through any time one of these mass shootings happen. They happen often enough now that we're sort of desensitized to them. And the first day, there's, like, the tragedy in the vigil. And then, the, then they say, we're not going to politicize it. And then the next day, they politicize it. And then two weeks later, they forget <laughs> And then, yeah, talk about, you know, doing all this gun control and, I mean, talk, I mean, Obama came out with saying we should do this, this, and this. And then you're like, wait, all those laws are already on the book. Yeah, yeah, he said things like, you know, we shouldn't uh, let convicted criminals have guns. You know, they they don't do that anyway, you know, so. You know, we shouldn't allow people to have, you know, automatic weapons. That's already the law. No, people aren't allowed to have automatic weapons. I yeah. mean, it's not, you know, everything he mentioned was, yeah, I mean, yeah, w- it's not already not allowed f- to have a mass murdering machine. Yeah, well, that's what was kind of sad about this Onion article. I mean, you know, uh, it, was, it was satire, but it was very sort of true, unfortunately. We go through this cycle where a mass shooting happens, we mourn for a day, we politicize it the next day, and then the third day we forget about it. <laughs> So we go to The Onion and Comedy Central for news. <laughs> yeah. And we go to uh, the ma- mainstream media for entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Just like <laughs> gossip and rumors. Yep. Yeah. So. All right. In other news, will falling renewable energy costs do in fracking? So informed opinion has a top 10 list of reasons why fracking won't be around as long as its supporters would have you believe or like. It all comes down to market forces, and really, it is just one reason divided into ten different pieces. Juan Cole is betting the falling costs for solar and wind power will naturally draw down investment away from hydraulic fracking, and in just four years' time. I'm not sure everybody shares this optimism, but a quick run-through of some of the top ten pieces of the rise of renewable energy pie. Um, by 2016... 
solar PV could be producing electricity at less than 50 cents a watt. Germany is actually producing more and more solar power. Um, solar power generating windows, those are kind of cool, like tinted windows. I have a really detailed article in the newsletter <laughs> yeah. extra. Um, Three-quarters of a million homes in Australia have solar power. China's massive solar power push. And then China investment in Middle Eastern solar power. So those are your top ten. And then, of course, there is also the India's national solar mission. That also should be included. So all is good and well, and it is a big deal. I'm just not sure that the logic fully holds out. Um, I mean... They're, big oil and gas are trying really hard to suppress government funding and tax breaks for renewable energy. And I don't know if we can do it in four years, but I know we can do it in ten. I mean, yeah. the cost of renewable energy has fallen so tremendously due to world demand. Not U.S. demand. We're working on U.S. demand. But <laughs> yeah. world, demand world demand has ramped up. I mean... Germany, a country ha- which has less solar than anywhere in the U.S., just produced 50% of their energy with renewables. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, part of what concerns me is it's, it's increasingly making sense to switch to renewables. That doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen because you have these oil industry people trying to stop it. But it is because there is an, if there's an increasing pressure to do so because of market forces, then that may have an influence. And I don't really believe it's a question of you know, renewable energy takes over fossil fuels. I do know that, um, like five years ago, a lot of fossil fuel companies got into renewable energy and recently they've got back out of it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if, you know, they've decided not all of them, but most of them have got out of it in the big way they were doing it before. (laughs) Yeah. So they're back on the uh, oil addiction. (laughs) So. So let's see, in other news, uh, Meatless Monday suggestion causes DC to have a cow. Nah. <laughs> uh, this week, Beef Magazine, which is a real magazine, it's the nation's leading cattle publication, uh, meaning about cattle, not by cattle. <laughs> uh, they reported on a tempest in a crock pot. The U.S. Department of Agriculture was suggesting people not eat meat. Don't eat more than six sevenths <laughs> of the animal. <laughs> yeah. You only eat, don't eat meat one day a week. Yeah, yeah. Now that's clarifying. Yeah, they weren't saying that people shouldn't meet uh, at all, or they weren't even saying that they shouldn't eat it all the time. They're just saying that for purposes of reducing environmental footprint, that you consider consider having it like a meatless Monday, like a one day out of seven of the week when you don't eat meat. I mean, there's a variety of reasons you could have health, weight loss, and of course, you know, kind of the environment. I mean, yeah, yeah, because the whole uh, the whole energy thing of you know even. However nicely you raise the animals, the energy of eating at the top of the food chain instead of lower down is going to have a higher carbon footprint. Yeah, just a massive source of carbon emissions. Yeah, it takes a lot of grain to feed to those. uh, Or, you know, if they're grass-fed, you know, they could eat grass. That's a little better. But, uh, yeah, so there was a backlash in the magazine about Meatless Mondays. Well, part of it could be that, you know, uh, the EPA kind of, um, I don't know, made a mistake maybe. Some innocent employee at the USDA read that fact somewhere about, um, you know, the EPA doing that and got out a press release and then added Meatless Monday to the Greening Headquarters Initiative section of the agency's newsletter. (laughs) Yeah. So it actually became part of the USDA's 
Yeah, like official. <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, cue the outcry. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association, which represents an industry <laughs> that you know wants people to eat meat. Of yeah. course, you know, they started mooing about, no, they're <laughs> They had a big beef with Meatless Monday. It's like, that was funnier than my move. It's like... <laughs> I try. So, um, they saw the USDA's internal newsletter as an ex- uh, a threat suggesting, quote, that it calls into question USDA's commitment to U.S. farmers and ranchers. <laughs> Didn't just say ranchers, it said farmers and ranchers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when they go on the, the rampage, you know, they draw on everything, you know. It's like <laughs> when they cause a beef and go on the rampage. Yeah, the, the just, raging bull charging at the USDA. It's like, <laughs> so, bunch of bull. <laughs> yeah, so. Yep. Um, if you would like to be healthy, eat less meat. Or, you know, eat what they call, what do they call it? Food. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that reminds me of the little meme I've seen online. It's like, you know, uh, something like try some organic food, or as your parents used to call it, food. It's like, <laughs> so. Do you know what LEDs are? <laughs> LEDs are a, new, a newer type of source. But what's really cool about LED lighting system, it actually imitates the sun's healing effect. With the invention of the electric light bulb, humans were able to extend the day accessing hours that were usually surrendered to sleep. <laughs> yeah, people definitely don't get enough sleep anymore. Yeah, right? we had silly, silly humans. They had to sleep before the light bulb. Yeah. So light bulbs gave us a safe way to illuminate the indoor space after the sun had gone down. We've reached a point where we take lighting for granted, but they have never been able to replace the bright light of the sun completely. I mean, people actually get sick if they don't get some sun. I mean, artificial light is artificial. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, so although light bulbs are becoming more energy efficient, many emit a cold light that some find harsh to the eyes and taxing on the sensibilities. Curious to understand about how more light affects the body... Um, Italian designer Stefani Perregato delved deep into the world of lighting in modern living environments. Using what he learned, he created a dynamic LED lighting system that imitates the sun's soothing effect on our biological clock, called the luminarium. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, so unlike normal light bulbs that emit... The same amount and quality of light no matter what time of the day, it actually operates on a 12-hour cycle that changes color temperature throughout the day. Hmm. I've always thought that about LEDs. They're like, you can program to do almost anything. Yeah. I mean, because some LEDs change color based on, you know, current and power input. I mean, you've seen the LEDs giant signs in front of, like, auto stores. I mean, or, you know, car dealers. So you could get a small panel like that and have the sun come up in your room to wake you up in the morning. Uh-huh. I'm sure that would wake you up. Oh, yeah, that would. <laughs> it's just like... And it starts out warmer, lighter light, and then yeah. it gets brighter. And yeah, just as the dawn rises, <laughs> yeah. you could have your sun do that. Your sun. <laughs> you could have <laughs> yes. your sun do Your own that. little personal sun. <laughs> <laughs> just like... So in the morning, it gives off a warm and relaxing light that slowly becomes cold until reaching its peak in the middle of the afternoon and then turning warm again to mark the natural sunset. So that's Mm. really cool. Yeah. 
zone. If you would like to see a time-lapse video of the system, uh, send us an email, info at yourcommunityspirit.org, and I'll email you the newsletter, which has a link. Uh-huh, so. Yes. All right, so do we want to mention another one of those uh, green projects this week? Yeah, try to do one each week. Yes. How about let's talk about some hot water. Uh, another green project is insulating hot water pipes. Uh, you may not really think about this, but without insulation, your house's hot water pipes act as a gigantic radiator, transferring the heat to the air so efficiently that any water in the pipes, uh, even if it's left uh, the boiler at a toasty 105 degrees, is barely lukewarm 15 minutes later. So that's why sometimes, you know, you turn on the hot water and it's cold for a little while. That's because that heat is just radiating out somewhere. So insulating your pipes can help you save energy. Unless you want to heat your house. Yeah, unless you want to heat your house. You, know. you can just run the pipes all over the house. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can, it'd be nice to have, like, in the winter, like, you unzip the insulation and take it off. <laughs> Maybe I could invent that. Yeah, there you go. So. <laughs> Today is Friday, July 27th. It is almost August. And today is Take Your Houseplants for a Walk Day and Walk on Stilts Day. So if you so, take your houseplant for a walk on stilts. I don't know how I could teach my plant to walk on stilts. I don't think I could teach myself. Yeah, it takes a lot of patience. Especially taking the plant for a walk. Yeah. All right, so Saturday is uh, National Chili Dog Day. It's also the anniversary of the Singing Telegram. And Independence Day for Peru. Sunday is the anniversary for NASA. Yes. It's also the birthday of Will Wheaton, the actor who is famous for many things, including Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> All right. Uh, Monday is uh, the birthday of Henry Ford, the industrialist. Tuesday is the anniversary of the U.S. Patent Office and the birthday of J.K. Rowling, the author. <laughs> All right, Wednesday is uh, Girlfriend's Day. Let's see, it's also the holiday of Lunasa. It's the midpoint between the summer solstice and the uh, fall equinox. And it is Ramadan right now. Wednesday is Respect for Parents Day and Rounds Resounding Day. And the anniversary of both MTV and the World Wide Web. (laughs) Yes, wow. Those are my auspicious anniversaries i remember when mtv used to have music videos (laughs) all right uh, let's see other things coming up we have uh uh, the anniversary of the signing of the declaration of independence uh, coming up on thursday august 2nd so it's the official day like i guess we picked the fourth of july for some reason to celebrate independence but this is the actual day (laughs) yeah next thursday well they wanted to start the tradition we have now of having celebrating the unofficial and then celebrating the official (laughs) everybody could party on unofficial declaration of independence day (laughs) (laughs) so happenings this week at gaia house um today friday at 6 p.m open mic night at gaia cafe This week's theme is Summer Olympics. Share your favorite songs about going the distance, carrying the torch, and anything else inspired by the Olympic theme. As always, non-theme performances are welcome. And if you don't play, you can always recite poetry, dance, or simply watch and listen during this eclectic weekly event. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bonus points will go to anyone who does the uh, the Rocky theme. Going to fly now. Uh, I'll, I'll track down a cookie and give you a cookie. 
Uh, but yeah, so some other happenings. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Also tonight, and also at Guy House, we have the Rice and Spice International Slow Foods Dinner. Uh, the theme this week is Italian. We've got a lot of tomatoes uh, it, uh, that are ready to eat, so that's That'd a good, good opportunity for Italian food. Make some slow cook sauce. It's like, yeah, it's like, um, if if I was smart, I'd get a sun oven and put it out all day today and slow cook some sauce. That's the best. <laughs> get, just yeah. like slow cook in a sun oven. The then, sun's ready for it. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> um, I actually had a meeting yesterday for um, the Sustainable Living Expo, which is going to be in October, and they were talking about. They were excited that you know every year they've had the Sustainable Living Expo that there was three or four people who came and each one brought their own solar oven and cooked something. <laughs> yeah, and they were asking. You know, um, they were talking about if they could get more people involved and come with their own solar ovens <laughs> yeah like, i was just like that sounds like fun Could well, have a it sounds sol- like food sounds like fun food <laughs> it's just solar oven cooking party yep so um also on fridays salsa dancing starting at 9 p.m uh, stop by guy house on friday nights for fun food and salsa dancing you don't know how to salsa dance well at 9 p.m lesson starts so dance the night away with us this friday <laughs> All right, a, another event coming up. The Yoga Basics for Women happens at Wednesdays at 9 a.m. at Guy House. Uh, it's a way to start your day right with some yoga. It focuses on breath and gentle movements that will help you to unlock some of the major joints in the body and increase mobility, posture, and overall health. Uh, and there's no experience necessary for that. New people are welcome. Uh, that's over at Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois. I'm a big fan of yoga, so it's good to see that going on there. Some regular community events in the community. International Coffee Hour, Fridays from 3 to 5 p.m. in the Northwest Annex Building B, mixed with people from all over the world. (laughs) Yes, and another regular Friday night event, at least when the season is right, the Friday Night Fair happens from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the Town Square in Carbondale. That's at the corner of uh, North 51 and 13 West. That's Illinois Avenue and Main Street. They've got all sorts of fun stuff there. They've got a little farmer's markets. They've got live music, uh, food court, activities for kids. Uh, it's a great time out there. And that's 6 to 9 p.m. on Friday at the Town Square in Carbondale. In case you didn't know, today's Friday. Yes, so. today is Friday. So um, I will spare you singing any songs about it being Friday. There's a song? <laughs> there's, a, there's a good song about it being Friday and a bad song about it being Friday. The good song is Friday, I'm in Love by uh, the, the Cure. Oh, that's pretty good. The bad song is an internet meme that I'm not even going to dignify with radio <laughs> time. <laughs> it's like, um, Farmer's Market, Saturday 8 till noon. It's the uh, bigger Farmer's Market. Um, there is a lot of vegetables right now. I mean, it's been very hot, but vegetables have been surviving because the farmers have been watering them yeah. a lot. Yeah, I've been really, I'm really impressed with the farmers. I mean, I'm always impressed with the farmers, but I've had some fresh ripe cucumbers, and I know to have those things going on in the summer, there's got to be someone out there watering that cucumber plant. I mean, <laughs> you know? trees are dying. Yeah, the trees are dying, you know, so to have that fresh ripe cucumbers, somebody's every day going out there watering every one of those plants. So... Keep Carbondale Beautiful is having a birthday party, and you're invited. Keep Carbondale Beautiful, 25 years 
Saturday, that's tomorrow, at Hickory Lodge from 9 until noon. Please share this. Again, the 25th anniversary. Now, before you come, while the morning is still cool, do something beautiful. You know, pick up some litter around town or go to a spot that really needs it. Um, work in your garden, maybe. Water something. I don't know. <laughs> it rained some. And then come to Hickory Lodge at 9, and there will be stuff happening from 9 until noon at Hickory Lodge. Presentations on zero waste, watershed, and different Keep Carbondale Beautiful accomplishments. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. We've also got the coming up the campfire programs over at Crab Orchard Wildlife Refuge. Next one is coming up on Saturday at 7 p.m. They go out there in the woods, they sit around, and they, uh, they talk about the Southern Illinois wildlife. It's a good opportunity to learn what's out there at Crab Orchard. The Carbondale Park District is hosting a sponsorship dinner fundraiser for Super Splash Park Outdoor. You okay. heard about this? This yes. is where they're going to do the outdoor water park. Yes, the Outdoor Aquatic Center. It's oh yeah, I quit. I quit talking. <laughs> I got excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's been. It's been. It's a thing of legend locally. You know, be, people have waited and dreamed for this thing to exist, and now the the party to uh, try to make it happen is happening. Next Thursday, from six to nine p.m. at the Carbondale Civic Center, the Carbondale Park District invites the public to a sponsorship dinner. Um, you probably should get some tickets now. Um, some of the stuff they plan to have is a leisure pool, a lap pool, a lazy river, a water slide. So food and fun and a chance to support the Carbondale Park District's Splash Park. <laughs> Call 618-549-42222 to get your tickets. All right. This has been another exciting, I think, informative, I know, half hour of your community spirit get out into the woods get out and to our community before it's too late ah. 